0: Welcome to the Deadly Art of Survival Podcast, and today we have Soke Hassan Kalik, and we're going to talk about his life and his history in the martial arts. How did you get started in martial arts?
1: Well, you know, I started really uh, by default when my mother put me in a martial arts school. Um, Started around 11 years old, uh, formally trained at about maybe 12, Um, started with Kai Karate. Basically, you know, my mother had three other children other than me, Mm -hmm. and it was hard for them to to pay for martial arts school. So, you know, I was just an enthusiast until I got actually into a school, and I started at about 12 years old.
0: Nice. Now, how is training in your era different from today's uh, era?
1: Mm. You know, it's kind of different in the way that um, nowadays martial art is marketed. Uh, you can find commercials. You see it all over the place. It's inviting for everybody. Back in my day, it was sort of like you had to earn your way into a school. There was very little recruiting. Uh, right. You know, if you was in a school, you was probably invited by somebody that was in a school or you've been recommended to be in a school. And One of the things I remember the most about schools then and now is that there used to be an application. Uh, mm-hmm. And the application asks the question, why do you want to take martial Law? And I think a lot of schools don't even – not even asking that question of the student, you know, right. or the parent. But uh, it was different. It was like a thing you earned. You know.
0: That's a good point. I haven't heard that before
1: mm-hmm. about
0: the application. I'm probably too young.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, who did you look up to in martial arts? Some of your instructors, celebrities? Yeah, well, you know,
1: a, a lot of them, uh, well, for the most part, have made their transition. But, you know, I came up in a fighting era of uh, karate do. So I started in uh, Kuroko kai then I moved on to Shotokan. And the three styles that I remember the, the most distinctly at that time was Kuroko kai Shotokan, and Goju. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there was a, a brother named Fred Miller out there at the time. And uh, tall like myself, um, you know, I'm over six foot tall, and a lot of fighters were not as tall but not as swift as this brother. And just right. watching him fight was, was always a pleasure, you know, and to try to mimic his style okay. was... Uh, was great to see. But, you know, my my heroes were really my teacher, Supreme Grandmaster, Dr. Moses Powell. You know, upon first meeting him, I I was very impressed with uh, just the way that he, uh, as he always said, uh, he delivered with finesse. So I always admired that.
0: So tell me a little bit about um, Moses Powell, because I never got the chance to meet him, obviously, I'm younger, so well you know
1: there's here on the east coast you know it's not too many people that's not affected by him in some form or fashion you know it reminds me of ancestry.com if you know in the martial art if you go back your instructor or your instructor's instructor was touched by either him or the effect that uh that he had on martial art especially here in the uh, east coast and that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying new york the east coast uh and especially if you were from the caribbean islands because uh, uh i really believe that uh there's not too many people out there that can say that they have not been touched with him by him and his effect on the martial art, you know, but I I would say that, you know, he had this concept of uh, taking whatever you have and making it better by practicing San Lucas Jiu Jitsu. So with that alone, that shows you how he's not trying to change anybody. He's just trying to improve people. And I think that that was one of the most unique factors that you can uh, experience by being in his company. He would, he would enhance whatever that you were doing, and that was that was right. a beautiful thing, you thing. Know?
0: Were you ever a fall guy for Moses Powell? Because I know that was painful if you
1: were. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm special in that, right? I think all students that were touched by him, uh, wind up being that. But yeah, that that was one of my honors, you know. And growing up in the martial art, we never looked at it as a like uh pick somebody else. We wanted to be picked because to be able to feel the effect of the technique uh helped us to deliver it better, you know.
0: Yeah, now I gotta say I'm a fan. So I was watching your videos yesterday. And I'm just like, just this guy is swift, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's crazy God, God. My teachers uh you know, just some great people. I think yeah. you you're fortunate when you you come under the hand of some people who really care about you, and not right. all people are fortunate like that. But um, I was.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and then we're gonna come right back. Yes, sir. The Deadly Artist Survival magazine, 4th edition, is out now. All Kung Fu Collector Series. Did you get your copy? If you didn't, make sure you do on Amazon or Survival.com. Soke Hassan Khalik has a podcast show this Friday at 8 p.m. called Making the Connection. Make sure you show some love and support to your fellow martial artists.